Hi there. This is Deb. I just wanted to pop in uh, before this episode, give you a scoop on what we talked about. So I interviewed Marco Torres. He talked to me about how he's built an online business and helps entrepreneurs with marketing value-added incentives. He has a Facebook group of over 28,000 business owners who use their program to build and generate additional revenue and add value to current offers and programs. So uh, we talked a little bit about his journey and then we discovered his challenges during COVID because of his um, services are travel focused, but that people were still having hope through the pandemic and wanting to travel. So they were still you know, using these incentives as part of an offer to value stack with their existing offers and programs. He does touch on a little bit of how he cultivated the group by using live interviews and case studies and examples. And inside his community, he encourages the members to share what's working with them, how their programs, how they've been using these different travel benefits and and programs to build, you know, better relationships. We talked a lot about relationship building and just how you can just thinking outside of the box a little bit can help you in building your business as well as maybe a membership community. So he does have a membership community uh, and he talks a little bit about that and why he does bring people together inside a paid community. That's another um, offer above his free Facebook group. You can join his Facebook group. It's called the Marketing Boost value add incentive-based marketing. And I will have a link in the show notes there. Uh, So this is a really cool episode. If you are like an action taker, you're looking for some new ideas around maybe how you could put together a affiliate program or ambassador program, or maybe you want to have some extra incentives for clients or customers that you're working with. These are some really cool tips and ways for you to do that. So check out this episode and I hope you enjoy it. So welcome Marco to the Community Strategy Podcast. Thank you, Deb, for having me. I'm looking forward to this chat. Me as well. I'm so excited that you are here. We had met through the Podmatch app, which I actually just met uh, Alex in person at Podfest uh, recently, uh, a few weeks ago. So that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if you've met him or talked with him at all. I have met him. Actually, not in person. I've had uh, Zoom calls with him. We did a webinar to uh, to my organization with him once. And I oh, got nice. introduced. Yeah, I got introduced to his product. And boy, I use his uh, platform. I mean, I get booked on two and three podcasts a day, and most of them are coming from Podmatch. So it's a great platform. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, we just wanted to make sure we shout out Alex because that's how we met. So I wanted to make sure we start start off with that. But so I read a little bit about how your journey has come and how you help people. But maybe give us a little bit of background as far as really what you bring to the table as far as bringing others together and how you help people. Sure. Well, well, we launched, uh, I've been in the travel business since, uh, well, mid-90s. And I've been an internet entrepreneur since the middle of uh, 1996 or so. So I've had the opportunity to be around and watch the evolution of the internet before Google, before Facebook, before, you know, before a whole lot of stuff. (laughs) As this industry is, uh, the internet is totally, uh, 
you know, just continued to evolve in amazing ways over the years. And uh, in the travel space, we were um, in about, we launched in 2010, our own uh, travel companies that were booming really well. And might as well tell the story while we're here on how Marketing Boost got started and what it is. Does that work for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's let's go. All right. So with uh, we were uh, building a travel business and we wanted to generate video testimonials from clients. We were really thinking, boy, if we only had video testimonials and, you know, hundreds of them from all the different hotel destinations that we offered, we would be able to leverage that into more sales. So we scratching our head when what could we do to motivate people to film a selfie video testimonial about us or about the hotels that we represent, et cetera. And uh, we came up with an idea to offer them a bonus trip. So we do a survey. Now, mind you, this tip is powerful no matter what business you're in is to when to do a survey. So we would do a survey that, you know, when we expected people to be at their peak of happiness, which is like the day, the day of their check-in or the day after check-in. And we'd send them an email and text message saying, hey, how's the hotel living up to your expectations so far? You know, how's our service in the hotel? Would you give us a uh, rate us on a scale of one to five? And if they replied back with a four or five, we would immediately request to send them a message and saying, well, look, would you help us do us a huge favor and help spread the word about this resort and hotel brand and film a video? If you would go through the extra steps of filming a video testimonial from the pool, the bar, the restaurant, the beach, the spa, whatever you like best, and uh, brag about the hotel brand and about us, we'll reward you with a bonus complimentary hotel stay on us, three nights in your choice of Orlando or Las Vegas. And that took off. And before we knew it, we were getting, you know, dozens and then hundreds. And well, today, we have over 30,000 video testimonials from happy travelers around the world. So that concept really took off. And again, one of the takeaways from that is, you know, a survey, you know, if, if you ask for reviews, you'll get them, but you really want to do it in the, in a format of a survey so that if, if they respond with a four or five, you're, you're then making it easy for them to post a review for you. You're sending them the links that you want, whether it be post a text review here or a or a video review there, and you can. We, I we throttle them, so I send some to Trustpilot, some to Site Jabber, some to the Better Business Bureau. I mean, we literally throttle them to wherever we need want more reviews, and uh, we don't have to pay for all those third-party uh, review sites. We just throttle the reviews where we want them to go, and it's again, it's a powerful way to help build your online and manage your online reputation. And uh, as well as generating the video reviews or whatever kind of reviews you're hoping to accomplish. It's amazing. Um, just just the success of that program and surveys are certainly something that we talk a lot about as community leaders and wanting to gauge the audience and know and validate ideas before we like pay for ads and, and things like that. So I think that strategy uh, sounds like uh, an amazing one. And I'm sure if I, yeah, if I had took the time to do a video, like if I was offered that, <laughs> I would be like, sure, I'll do a video. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I would say like, who wouldn't want to do that to get like a free stay somewhere at a destination that they've been wanting to go or do, you know? Right, exactly. So that was so that blew us up. And then the other cool thing about that is if they did give us a a three or a two or a one, we would we you know, you need to know that. We needed to know that so we could jump all over that, solve, you know, get 
get on the problem for the client and resolve the problem if possible before they go and write a negative review about us. So that way we were, again, we're in control of the reputation. But now here's what happened. So we had, you know, hundreds of these people that we had promised a, a complimentary hotel stay to. And uh, so now they're like, you know, raising their hands and we want to go. And we're like, okay, so we have to dig into our pockets to pay for those three nights we were promising. So now we're like, what can we do to reduce the cost of that? So we went back because we were a high volume travel company. We went back to these partners and said, look, we know you've got a problem. Your hotels are really never full. I mean, you're full on certain weekends, holidays, peak season, special events. But for the most part, 70% of your of the year, 30% of your rooms go empty. So we we can solve help you solve that problem. We can put warm bodies, couples, families, individuals in those rooms to um, help you put you know put people in those rooms that'll spend money at the at the restaurant, the bar, the spa, the casino, the uh, book extra nights, upgrade room types, the gift shop, the excursion desks, etc. And, you know, sure enough, a few hotels said, okay, we'll, we'll try it. We'll give it a chance with you. And we were able to get hotels in Orlando and Vegas to participate. So now we're fulfilling our, our complimentary trips we were offering without coming out of pocket. And that began the idea, well, can you imagine if we had hundreds of hotels around the world that would play with us? And that was the beginning of what became marketingboost.com today. So what Marketing Boost is, it's a subscription service. It's really a no-brainer. It's only $37 a month. So I'll just throw that out there up front so you know it's not waiting for the big bang at the end of how much it costs. So it's really cheap, only $37 a month, very affordable for any small business. And it gives you the ability to give away an unlimited amount of travel incentives that you can use to enhance your whatever your call to action is to boost sales, boost loyalty programs, build a, lo- uh, a community, etc. By pro- by using these incentives, whether you use them often or you sprinkle them into your mix as occasionally to create engagement and excitement. So we offer uh, complimentary hotel stays now in over 130 destinations around the world. We offer uh, hotel savings cards that come in increments of $100, 2 3 and $500 and restaurant savings vouchers. So the mix of using these incentives is the key as to how to uh, – you know, stand out from the crowd, be different from your competitors, add these incentives to whatever your call to action is, creating excitement, creating, you know, hoopla on whatever the call to action is, contests, sweepstakes, lead generation, etc. Just to kind of throw out some ideas there really quick. No, it's great. Great ideas. And I love the strategy as far as like offering this value to people. Um, as a like a, a bonus, I would say, and I, instead of like, I, I like what what maybe you're thinking is instead of a discount, like saying, we'll give you, you know, 70% off or 40% off, you're saying, we'll actually give you this. And then you're finding ways, I guess the hotel is then partnering with you as far as the reimbursement or how does that work? Is that the back end? Yeah, we, the, the, the member only pays us 37 a month. They get to give away as many of these incentives as they want. Now, they're essentially the for the complimentary hotel stays, for example, they're getting they don't include airfare. They don't include food and beverage. They don't include government taxes. When somebody checks into a hotel, the government expects to get paid. They don't understand discounted rates or especially free. So they expect to get paid their government tourism and, 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 and sales tax for that uh, around the world. They're all the same. They want their money. So, so there is an activation fee that needs to be covered, which covers the government taxes that runs typically an average of about 30 bucks a night. And that 
can be paid for by the marketing boost member if it's for their client if they've got a high you know high ticket sales item you made a lot of profit you can afford to pay you know uh, cover the the government the activation fee and give your client a truly completely complimentary stay other than of course airfare and food and beverage or you can do like most of our members do they just do a proper disclosure and let the client decide if they want to pay the activation fee and actually use the bonus or not so they'll just simply say in their disclosure look it doesn't include airfare food and beverage or government taxes and fees and it's pretty much all you've got to say to uh to as you hand out somebody one of these incentives to say you know look you're on the hook for your own airfare food and beverage and government taxes and then they'll pay it and then the client's got 18 months to select travel dates online there's no hoops to jump through no phone calls to make no timeshare presentations none of that stuff it's a super easy online platform and uh they all have 18 months to select travel dates. Now, we are filling what would otherwise be empty hotel rooms, so they're not going to be able to stay. We we approximately 32, 35 weeks a year out of 52 weeks is what we have available. So you won't get Christmas week, New Year's Eve, uh, 4th of July, Memorial Day, that kind of thing. You're not going to get the holidays or the uh, some of the weekends won't be available, stuff like that. But if your client can be flexible, then you're giving them a super high-value bonus. And then the next, if you'd like, we can really talk about case studies of how these incentives can be used to especially grow a community, which is what you're all about. Right, exactly. I was going to say, so how does this work for entrepreneurs? How did you market to them or promote this as a as you know, a way for them to add it. So an example of like how they've used it, that would be awesome. Sure. Well, for example, yeah, for example, well, one thing we did was grew our own Facebook groups. So we have uh, we and and I have not. Uh, uh, and I understand you're you're an expert at training people on how to use this uh, that new uh, relatively new community platform that suddenly slipped my mind. I'm sorry. Mighty networks. Uh, please fill in the blanks. <laughs> Mighty networks. Mighty networks. <laughs> Mighty networks. Which I've signed up for a trial on that and have yet to wrap my head around it. So I know I wanted to talk to you about that as well a little bit here. But we built Facebook groups first, and uh, and I'm very intrigued on the Mighty Networks platform. What I certainly have things about Facebook group that I despise that I don't control the group, and you make posts, and not everybody, you know, a small, a very small percentage actually see it, and all that kind of stuff that I'm, you know, you. You obviously your your audience is obviously very aware of but uh, we we targeted affiliate marketers first so we went out and advertised uh, on Facebook and everywhere else searching and and soliciting affiliate marketers to help us promote our product to entrepreneurs and we built a Facebook group there with over 54,000 affiliate marketers and since then we we currently spend very little in marketing because the affiliate marketers essentially do it for us. And so we grow virally and we've grown. We Our, our main Facebook group for our members that are, you know, in, intrigued or by, are learning how to use the incentives, uh, sharing ideas with each other on what works, what doesn't, on how to plug the incentives into their whatever their call to action is. There's another 28,000 members in that group. And then the best part is it's not so much what we've done, but what our clients have done. So I've had hundreds of clients that have used marketing boost incentives to grow their their Facebook groups. I don't have case studies specifically with with uh, platforms out of Facebook that I know of. But for example, within Facebook, they they would run contests. You know, they would be like, hey, share this um, share this uh 
you know, people would join the group and they would run contests like weekly or even monthly and what have you. And they would be doing contests saying, share this group with your friends, relatives, colleagues that are would be interested in, in this type of uh, in, in whatever the topic was in that Facebook group and uh, and get a chance to win a complimentary hotel stay. This week, the contest is five nights in Cancun. And then next week, we're doing, a, you know, they would start all over again and make a big deal out of the winner and put, do a live video presentation of the person winning the free trip to Cancun for sharing and inviting the most people to join the group. And then the following week, they would do another contest for Cabo San Lucas and then for Las Vegas. And it was they were making, a, you know, again, a lot of engagement, a lot of activity and a lot of uh, virally getting people to share the group with others to join. In a, and for every time they shared it, they were promised another chance to win a complimentary hotel stay. So even though a Marketing Moves member can give away as many of these as they want, we still we teach our members, you know, not to hand them out like candy. Still keep scarcity and urgency create excitement around or re, you know some people have to earn it somehow and if people go through whatever steps they have to to earn these these incentives then they're going to be you know they're going to use it they're going to be appreciated of it they're going to activate it they're going to use it and they're going to benefit from it yeah it's such a good point to have people take some kind of an action of just not giving things away i think a lot of content creators we give so much away on social media. And what I love about something like Mighty Networks is one example is that you don't, you have a paywall and you say, if you want this content, there's, there's some, you know, you have to pay for it. You have to get here somehow. Right. And so I feel like in this, uh, there's no lack of information. There's an oversaturation. So in this case, you're talking about just really incentivizing them, but they have to do something for it. We don't just give out free hotel stays. I do want to ask you though. So what happened if you can share a little bit about this last two years with the pandemic, how did that affect this? program? Yeah, great question. We uh, we took a hit, of course, like everybody, I guess, no matter what industry you were in, you likely took a hit except Amazon. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had probably about 35, 40% of our members drop off and, and they, they figured, well, you know, who's going to want travel incentives during COVID? So those, a, a, a pretty big percentage of them just, you know, dropped off their membership. But those that kept it found that people, people still wanted to, you know, people still had hope. So they were still activating those certificates. They weren't using them, honestly. So they were activating, the, and we extended the the time frame to use the incentive from 18 months to 24 months. So people were activating those, their complimentary hotel stays that they earned doing whatever it was their, the business owner had provided them with the incentive for. Uh, they would activate them and they, and, and for the most part, you know, we did have very few traveling in comparison to previous years, but they were still activating those certificates. And as the middle of the middle of 2021 came around, you know, as vaccines and as the people were, you know, sick and tired of the lockdowns began to open up, uh, the usage rate went through the roof. Then suddenly all of our marketing booth members were coming back and the incentives were beginning to, you know, really flow out the door again. And people were using all of the ones that hadn't used it over the last two years were all were all activate or rather searching for dates and traveling. Today I call it revenge travel. I've never seen anything like it. So right now we've got the highest usage of these incentives that we've ever seen. 
We have, you know, incredible rates of uh, people activating the certificates and traveling. So right now, I would say more than ever is the best time to be using travel incentives for your business because people are, you know, they're ready to go somewhere. We're all sick and tired of lockdowns and and not going anywhere and, you know, being stuck at home. And so if if people haven't already traveled, they are like, you know, they're into it. Like, this sounds cool of a complimentary hotel stay. Where at? Boom. Let me go, you know. And they are uh, ready to take action. So, well, yeah, and ju- gas prices and flights, airlines. I don't know if you've looked at recent costs of flying somewhere. If you've already been traveling, I know you're traveling. You said, but man, it's expensive right now. Flights are crazy. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. They really are. They have really jumped, and so and hotel rates have jumped, and gas prices have jumped. So. So, but people still want to travel and they're still seeing, you know, the entire travel industry is seeing a huge bump. Uh, People are coming out of pocket, spending more money than they would like to, obviously, but they're still going. And so that even more shows that, you know, with a hotel savings card incentive or a complimentary hotel stay, it's even more attractive than normally would be because people now see, shoot, I need to look for any which way possible to, I want to travel, but I want to save money or not cost me as much as it would otherwise. So they're, uh, they're, they're, it's an attractive time to use the incentives. Let me put it to you that way. I'm curious about what your um, business owners that are in your community on your Facebook group, what are they talking about? Are they sharing how they're using incentives? Are they asking each other? Um, How is that conversation? Yeah, that's one of the things that goes on a lot within the group. You know, people will will post, they'll create their campaign and say, look, this is what I'm launching. I'm testing, you know, what do you guys think? And give, uh, and so they'll, they'll be asking for feedback from other members you know, prior to publishing live, for example, or others are coming in and, you know, posting the results from a, from a recent campaign. And then, uh, and then, of course, we're also from the admin side, we're providing content, we're providing, you know, examples, ideas, we're providing case studies or success stories, we interview members that are having success and put on webinars and seminars within the community to um, constantly be educating people on how to how to grow their business with the use of incentives and without. We sometimes bring in a lot of content that has nothing to do with incentives, just providing people with everything from like when I did an interview with Alex uh, San Filippo on how to uh, you know how to use pot, how to grow your business with podcasts. Right. And so you know we we bring in content from from a variety of uh, of sources to help our members grow their business in general. Yeah. And so that's been a, a great way. Uh, as far as the going back to ideas for community growth, I mean, what we do in our community is, as you said, you know, and I recommend this, we, we like to go live uh, with our organization at, at least once a week, if possible, and provide some value, some content. We uh, like to, inter- like I said earlier, interview experts in 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 related fields with about sales or marketing techniques uh, to provide people with ideas and and content they can use to take away and add to their business. And in our case, we're providing that all of this extra stuff as a free bonus. We're not charging for that. Although I would love the idea, like you said, with, you know, providing more content and having uh, that pay, that paywall that, that uh, the, pro- the platform you use provides. No, and with your platform, you could be, um, that's where an incentive might come in. Like I've had people, I'll give you an idea here. I've had, I had a guy who had uh, hundreds of subscribers. 
he he made almost five hundred thousand dollars in four days. And let me tell you how. He had hundreds of people paying him ninety seven a month for access to his team's analytics on when to buy, sell stock, uh, cryptocurrencies, and all this. Of course, before the recent crash. So he came up, he found marketing boost and he came up with a plan to get people to pay, he wanted people to pay him, you know, six months in advance or to, or to pay for his annual plan. So he came up with a program to say, you know, if you'll sign up for 12 months in advance, and I forget what he called it, you know, platinum plan or something like that, you will get a 13th month free. So he added his own added value incentive. You pay for 12 months, you get the 13th month free. Plus your choice of six nights in Hawaii or six days and five nights in Hawaii or five nights in Cancun, Mexico as a bonus, a $1,500 value. And he had about 350 of them step up and pay for the year in advance, over $1,200 each. And then he had another program or select six months to pay in advance and be at the you know gold level or whatever he called it. And you get the seventh month free plus or half of the seventh month free. I forget exactly, you know, two, two weeks free plus your choice of three nights in Las Vegas or three nights in Orlando. At the end of the day, he had over uh, another 150 pay for the six months in advance. So in four days, he had nearly 500 of them pay for either six months or a year in advance and generated nearly $500,000 in four days. Mm. That became an uh, 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 that became an ongoing program for him now that he'd start people on the monthly plan. And then after they get used to seeing the value of his service, he would drop in, hey, you upgrade. This is what you're uh, you know, what the bonuses are. So by adding additional value, and that's the other, you know, kind of thing as an example of adding value versus uh, discounting. So instead of discounting the price, you, if you've got other products that you can plug in, you know, other units, yeah, add the 13th month free, the 14th month free, add, add uh, uh, you know, additional course material that you wrote you know, months ago or what have you add, and then maybe plug in a marketing boost incentive as well. You're creating this value stack of loaded up with value that is not something that's necessarily costing you a lot of money. The marketing boost side, for example, doesn't. And you can add that high perceived value to your call to action. And in, for example, in the case like this guy with his subscription plan, he had hundreds of them step up to pay for the year, creating a lot of cash flow overnight. That's amazing. Um, I'm thinking of my my uh, community member, Christy, because she's got a travel community that is really all about helping uh, people enjoy remote work in different destinations. So I feel like that's a good complimentary option for her. So hopefully we will get, get her in touch with your uh, group. But it's exciting to hear that there's so many people doing this. Yeah, no, it yeah it works. It, it it definitely works in the travel space. Anybody in travel, it's a no brainer to add in the the marketing, the travel incentives or marketing boost because then it's it's kind of, it's a very relevant. You know, you get the buy one get one free type stuff. She can say, you know, hey, you buy this comp this trip that we're promoting, and you get the bonus trip free. So anybody in travel space, it's a no brainer. But that's where it gets everybody else who's not in travel is often scratching their heads, going, well, you know, I sell these widgets. How would or I sell? I'm a business coach, or I'm a this, or I'm a that. You know, how would travel incentives help my business? And I found over and over and over, we have everybody from lemonade stands in, in, in the Northeast up here to car dealerships in Chicago uh, using incentives to, to boost sales. So it, it works regardless of the industry you're in. People are still, you know, psychological studies have been done by many universities that show that people 
respond better to a added value bonus than they do a discount. Uh, whether it be, you know, buy one, get one free at the grocery store. You know, you walk into the grocery store and they'll have, you know, barrels of stuff at the entrance here. You know, hey, BOGO offers, buy one, get one free. And you end up loading stuff into your cart that you didn't need or even walk in there for, but suddenly you feel like, well, it must, you know, it's a good value. And if you really studied it, they almost doubled the price, but they've, uh, they've got you now buying two cans of beans for four ninety five. when yesterday there were, they were two forty five each. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but now you're buying two cans for four ninety five. you saved, you know, really, really saved maybe 25, 30 cents, but, you you reacted to the the buy one get one free bonus. You had that that uh, that impulse buy, and you ended up spending double because you didn't need. Not only did you not need the cans of beans necessarily, but you bought two of them when you didn't even need one. Right, that's what happens <laughs> when I go into any any Target usually <laughs> or grocery store. I want to ask you, so it was a good point to bring up industry. Uh, Most of the listeners here are probably service-based, either coaches, consultants, authors, speakers, leaders looking to scale their business with an online community. And so when you're talking about this other person who did the memberships, what was their offering? Was it a course or a, you know, a, a coaching program? What was that structure looking like? You know, oh yeah, his case was uh, the one I talked about—the five hundred thousand. Is that the one you're asking me? Yeah, about? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He 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 provided a service, a membership option to have access to his uh, his team's analytics on when to buy and sell stocks and and cryptocurrencies and what have you. But coaching and and business services like that is very popular amongst our members. Because you can create the loyal, you know, loyalty program. Let's say you're a business coach, and you know, you know that you're, you know, most people are not really. Uh, it's, it's difficult to get people to sign a contract to for, you know, to be with you for minimum of six months or for a minimum of a year. You know, you you know, as a business coach, you need them to be with you for a period of time at least, so that you can hold them accountable, help them with, you know, implement all of these different strategies you're going to provide. And, uh, and if they bail within, you know, two months, there's um, they're, they're likely not going to have seen the benefits. So one of the ways to do this is to, you know, again, create it with a loyalty program. Look, and by the way, if you there's no commitment, you can hire me month to month. But uh, if you do stick with me for six months on your anniversary of six months, I'm going to reward you with a bonus six day, five night complimentary hotel stay in Cancun. Now, it doesn't include airfare, it doesn't include food and beverage, but I will be providing you your hotel stay on us on your anniversary of six months. Or if you pay for six months in advance, you know, we'll uh, we'll throw in a seventh month free and we will also throw in that six, that uh, Cancun trip right away. And then you could, you know, as an example of, of adding the value, adding your own, you know, additional units if possible, and then adding a, a a, a marketing boost incentive to go with it. It works really well with, you know, for again, for any kind of loyalty program, long-term loyalty points earned along the way. So if you're um, any kind of online retailer, you could be putting, you know, earn, they come into your online store and those, maybe their average purchase is $100 and you wish they were spending $200. So you might say, when you purchase $500 worth of products and goods from this website, whether you do it all in one shot or over a period of time, as soon as you reach that $500 mark or 500 points or something along that line, we're going to reward you with your choice of three nights in Orlando or Las Vegas. And when you reach $1,000 in 
and purchase you know amount or what have you or points will reward you with your choice of Hawaii or Cancun, for example. Yeah. So it can be as creative as you want to get as to how you would um, how to implement and how to position these incentives to get people to take action with whatever you know something more than whatever your normal transaction would be. You want to get that make them step through an additional hoop or buy the upgrade product or add on additional services or or uh, refer you fr- you know refer you additional clients. If they refer you people, you'll do the following. So there's just there's uh, a lot of different ways to skin the cat. Now, what about uh, other incentives besides travel? What other incentives? You said about a couple different options or things that you talk about besides travel. What are some examples um, that are not travel related, if you have any? Sure. In our case, we provide the three categories. One is the complimentary hotel stays, which we've been talking about all day. And then we have the hotel savings cards. And we have restaurant savings vouchers. And I'll tell you one thing, another way any business can use these. Today, we're all using Zoom more than ever. You know, thanks to the pandemic, we all got used to taking Zoom calls versus having to meet people in person anymore. So the power behind that is we've, you know, we're no longer driving all over town for every sales presentation or for your sales staff to do that. So so people book appointments, but now it's very common people book an appointment with you because that's a no-brainer. I'll go ahead and book an appointment. And then they don't show up. So we find that we can add incentives like a $100 restaurant savings voucher as an incentive, what I call a micro incentive for a micro call to action. Mm-hmm. So you you might be with, you want to get pe- more people to book that Zoom call with you. So you might add the uh, restaurant voucher and say, book an appointment, no obligation. Let's spend 20 minutes and see if we're a good fit to work with each other. But I know your time is super valuable and we think ours is as well. If you'll show up on time for that appointment, I'm going to reward you with a $100 hotel savings voucher good at over 50,000 restaurants throughout the USA and Canada. Or I might offer a, 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 rest, a hotel savings voucher and say, look, I'm going to give you a $100 uh, hotel savings voucher good at over a million hotels worldwide. And uh, I'm going to give you that just for showing up on time for the appointment. And then once you got them on the call with you, you make your, you know, your whole presentation. At the end, you might offer a higher ticket, a higher perceived value incentive, one of the complimentary hotel stays with your with the call to action of, you know, hire us this week, you know, take action before Friday at 5 p.m. And I'm going to reward you with a bonus of this as well as everything else we're going to do for you for uh, for coming on board with us. Uh, that kind of a so the smaller incentives can be very powerful at getting people to take a smaller action like like booking an appointment, showing up on time for the appointment, referring a few friends, sharing it on Facebook or other social platforms to get the word out. Stuff like that can be done. That's great. So thanks. So many good tips there. So much uh, great ideas of like just different ways to get people motivated to work with with you and to connect with you and um, I love the idea of like building this this online place where the members who are actively you know promoting these incentives with their offer or their service or their product are able to connect and share and I think that's the biggest benefit of an online community is having a space where you feel like you can share whatever is happening, whether it's good or bad or, or what or neither, just um, and, and be able to f- have a space where people are going to give you positive 
feedback or, um, you know, encouragement. And I think that's a really important component of community. Do you see that as something that you really see shine in the Facebook group that you're leading? Absolutely. And and the community, and in my case, everybody who's in our community, they're already aware of our incentives. So I can't use my own incentives within my own, my own <laughs> yeah. uh, audience. But, but I still use incentives. For example, I like to, and this is very powerful for all of your clients that are, you know, building their communities. You can use either the marketing boost incentives or other incentives, you know, you want to get people engaged, right? You want them to participate. You want them to engage in, in, in communications, in whatever chat or whatever you do, whether it be a podcast, you want people to log in and listen. You want them to look, come into a webinar. So you can use these incentives for, you know, for in the standard business model, you know, it's like, hey, join us for this webinar on Friday. And uh, by the way, we're going to be giving away three trips to Cancun to three lucky winners on during our webinar. Uh, we'll be looking for the people that are the most engaged, respond to everyone, you know, to our questions and answers. So when you, uh, you know, raise your hand, everything, make sure you're involved and engaged and, and live on the call all the way to the end, because at the end, we're going to be selecting three winners. And uh, something along that, as an example, mm -hmm of how to get people one to show up for the for the live event and then two during the live event during whether it be a podcast or anything else i know i have a number of members who use them in in podcasts to to uh, to give people you know give them away as well brian kelly is one of my our members he's a big podcaster and uses them for his live uh podcast calls to give them away at the end of the event and uh for the recorded ones i forget what he does there but he um, he's using the incentives to get people to, you know, register, share, post reviews, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so. that's great. It's so great. So what tell me uh, what what's holding you back from uh, moving to Mighty? Because uh, you have all these Facebook people and you you've explained a little bit about what most people experience as far as like they want to leave Facebook, but they're just not sure exactly maybe how to how to go about that. What are your what are your thoughts as far as challenges you've seen or have? Well, my my, I guess, concern as far as moving to to Mighty Networks is one, I I do a lot of prospecting on Facebook. So I'm prospecting on Facebook um uh, to get them over to join our Facebook group. Once they're in the Facebook group, we are then building that rapport, reaching out to them, you know, inviting them to our live events, whatever, and eventually get them to to uh, sign up for Marketing Boost. So I, I, I struggle with the idea of do I want to, how would I go about soliciting them from Facebook or other places to then join the private group of Mighty Networks? And then it, do they have the same engagement, you know, to keep them coming or to, and then it's the time factor as well. I mean, how many groups can I manage and spend, you know, could I, would I drop my Facebook group altogether and focus exclusively on, on the mighty networks or would I, that's where I've, you know, struggled in my mind because I'm not starting from scratch, right? If I, mm -hmm. I've, I've already got a big group. And so would I, if they don't, Move, if I can't successfully get them to move over to the new group, do, am I still having to, you know, manage and keep the old, the Facebook group engagement and posts and, inter, you know, stuff and then get them to come over to the Mighty Networks for this live event? And I don't know. I, I struggle with 
how much um... <laughs> all the questions, all the things I understand. Yeah. So, um, well, regardless of the platform, whether it's Mighty Networks, I was just on a live circle. Um, Brendan Burchard, who's a big personal development author and speaker, was recently doing a community summit with Circle, and that's a competitor. I don't know if you've heard of Circle, but it's a competitor of Mighty, and. It was interesting to me when you're talking about, um, and most of the people I work with, they're starting out, they're at the beginning. But for somebody like you, who's got a team, who's who's got an audience, who's got a presence, there's a couple different ways to look at it, but I'll give you the two different thoughts that I had around this. So I definitely recommend if you're going to consider leaving Facebook to do so, because it, depending on who your audience is, they're probably not there anymore. There's a lot of people, I mean, unless you're at a certain age or you're a business owner, the the younger generation is, is not on Facebook. Um, and so those are your potential future clients or customers if you're, you know, a, a big company or, or whatnot. So I, I think one of the biggest challenges, how do you reach these new audiences that are just not at all on Facebook. They just don't want to be there. Right, right. So you're missing out on a market of people depending on what your offers are. And there's a lot of like younger entrepreneurs, obviously. There's a huge movement actually that I've talked to a couple people around people who are choosing entrepreneurship instead of college um, from the very beginning. There's programs that are starting to come. I mean, there's probably been for a long time, but I just see it as more of an avenue than it's ever been to deviate from this I'm going to go get a job, go to college and then, you know, get a job to being like, no, I'm actually going to work on being becoming a startup and figuring out how to do that and getting training about business. So I think there's a there's a market there for people who are newer entrepreneurs in that respect. But so that's one one say one thing that I would say is like missing you're missing out on a big market if you're only focusing on for, for example Facebook. A lot of people that even regardless of age just don't want to be on Facebook because of of all the the concerns that are happening with with news and media and privacy and, and everything else yeah, yeah, privacy yeah. and things like that. And so you want to be able to offer those people a space because you're basically saying, well, if you don't if you're not on Facebook, well then you can't be a part of this. So that's excluding people that could be maybe your ideal client or your ideal members, but they just they really want to participate, but they're just like I'm just not going to because you're on that platform. Um so it's another thing. And then the challenge as business owners is that Facebook um, algorithms are so challenging that we pay to be seen. So we try to get ads, we try to, um, you know, do all of these different things to improve our visibility. And even if we have a group of Facebook followers or Facebook, not even just like um, Facebook followers, but I'm saying like groups like you're talking about, they are probably your average Facebook group member is probably in at least 10 to 20 other Facebook groups, I would say, depending on how active they are right. on the social media platforms. So you're also competing with other Facebook groups to to like understand like Absolutely. where their time is. And and you know, besides that stuff, there's they're going online and their family is there, their friends are there. There's seeing a lot of advertising and a lot of like all of these other things that are just so distractive. So the biggest challenge as somebody, I don't really like Facebook. I mean, I'm on there and I use it, but 
um, I don't spend a lot of time on there. I basically just really am intentional about what I do on Facebook now and, and have strategies around it. But I just, I don't want to be there. I don't want to connect on there. I have, I'd rather connect with people intentionally. And so what things like circle or muddy networks, they're a place for you to intentionally connect with people who are really interested in hearing and learning and connecting with you and your members. So other people that you're also helping. So your clients, customers, bringing those together. What's great about that is that if you, I know this isn't where you are at, but some people listening might be coaches, they're working one-to-one. So instead of working one-to-one with 20 clients um, or 10 clients, you can work one hour with 10 clients, you know, once a week and, and offer them the massive value of like being able to offer training and support in an online community. The community members also, if they're really interested in your offer, they're going to be interested in joining your online community, no matter where it is, because if they're your core super fans, they're going to follow you wherever you go. But if you keep posting on Facebook groups, for example, the same content, it wouldn't make any sense because they're like, well, you're just pasting it here. So why would I go over there? So definitely not. uh, I I have seen and I have clients that have done really great with with, um, converting their Facebook group members to a muddy network based on they did some promotion. They said, hey, this is where we're going. Here's what we're doing. It's completely different. This is you're you're just coming to this place. It's you're not going to have any distractions of all the Facebook stuff. This is just this is the place we're going to talk about this one thing, and that's it. And there's no ads, and there's <laughs> there's no analytics to fight as far as the host goes. And the members are just right. able to talk to each other. It's simply a place to talk. <laughs> well, that makes some sense, at least with especially with like like uh, paid upgrade products that I've got as well, where we do uh, that might be a. Uh, a different now there's an app is there a downloaded app so that when you're posting things everybody gets a notification on their phone or you know how does everybody in the new in the mighty networks uh group uh find out about new stuff happening or new post information what's the easiest way everybody sees it? yeah there's a couple different methods and strategies but um there are multiple mighty networks there's hundreds of thousands probably almost maybe a million Mighty Networks at this point. So if you consider a Mighty Network as your own Facebook, but there's no ads, there's no analytics, there's none of that. They download the app, they log in, and then all they see is your content and the members' content, the other people who are there. So if you're the host, you have events, they can RSVP, they can save it to their Google or Apple Calendar. Um, They get notifications when some new content is available on their app. Um, on their phone, or um, they have email notifications that they'll get. They can set an email notification. So every day, once a day, it's called uh, the daily dose or the daily drop. They get um, what's going on in the community today. And they get just like a summary of all the things that have been happening in the community. So they don't have to be in there because really, you know, Facebook is something where it's like addictive and it's like getting us to come back over and over again. This is actually the opposite. This is saying, come when you have time. And when you really want to invest. So the challenges are, yeah, there's a little bit of an up up challenge to like getting them to move to something new because like nobody wants to learn something new. But it's really important to have a good onboarding program. So I helped a lot of clients with let's create a really simple and easy onboarding plan and make your offers super simple. Like 
just say the $37 a month and, and go with that. Don't try to make it complex of like 37 and then you could upgrade to this plan and then this. I always recommend staging or phasing. So you start with your most highest group. So let's say you decide to do like something like a mastermind or some five-week higher level program or course. Um, that's a, a specific time, you know, from we start on June 15th, we're going to go for 90 days. And at the end of the 90 days, here's your what you're going to have. And then that kind of builds your core and you can have higher ticket pricing, like $1,000 a month or, you know, $15,000, depending on what your offers are. And that can all be charged right. either on or off the platform. You can set it up that way. But um and then you can go to smaller offers. It's a lot easier to convert 50 people than it is to convert 500 people. So maybe start with those. I always recommend starting with a hardcore, like really, in, you know, like they're really, really dedicated. Have the time. Yeah, they know your brand. They know what they want. They know they need your support and they want to support each other. And the key to that is that they want to support each other and they're going to create content and be able to offer that time. So what I typically say is make sure when you're promoting an offer, you tell them, hey, this is just going to be 30 minutes a day or one hour a week or, you know, 15 minutes three days a week. And if you can put it, especially for entrepreneurs, we need like to know, like, how much time is this going to be for me before I sign up for anything? <laughs> um, and what's right, the return right. on investment? So if you can prove those things to entrepreneurs, they're like, oh, this is a no brainer. It's only going to take me 15 minutes a day and I'm going to be able to increase my business profitability, you know, or whatever the offer is. Of course, I'll do that because that sounds like an amazing value. And what you're talking about could be combined, like adding incentives. I think either... You know, as a bonus for like a course incentive, you could also add it as like, um, a, like you're saying a monthly, like if you sign up for an annual plan, we'll give you this trip or whatever, this, the hotel, the hotel stays, or even as ambassadors. So if you have a large community like you have, if you're converting people over there, you could say, hey, when you invite 10 people to our community or 20 people, whatever the number is, this is what you're going to get. So I feel like that's another way of using like, the affiliate program that you're doing in in something like a community um, that's an intentional platform. But yeah, it's not for everybody. It just depends on where you are. If you have a team, like it sounds like you do. One of the things that they were promoting with the Circle uh, event last week was about these different phases and bringing in your high ticket offers and saying, all right, we're going to work on a mastermind. We're going to get your business where it needs to be to six figures or whatever more, whatever that is. And having a specific offer and then just like targeting different audiences, but being really niche and specific about it. So I don't know. I said a lot of stuff. So does that help with clarification or answering questions? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yep, yep. I'm trying to, I can begin to um, wrap my head around it a little easier. Yeah. And thing it as a, as a upsell program to something we've already got for example. Uh, Yeah. And repurposing content, obviously. If you don't have your course, the one difference I would say, and I'm going to post something about this. Um, on the blog soon. But the one difference that I see in regards to, and platform isn't important. It's really about like the strategy and the structure, right? What are you doing? Who are you bringing together? Why? What's the purpose? How, how is it going to work? Getting clear on those are more important than Mighty Networks or Circle or Facebook or whatever the platform is. But once you've got those things, people ask me, well, which platform? And one of the things that I found that one of the clients I had experienced was that Mighty Networks is really all about community plus. So they really focus on the community, but they offer these live course 
models. So you can have a self-study course, you can have a live course in a Mighty Networks. You can't have a course without a community. So some people want to sell like on Kajabi or Teachable or these other platforms that it's just the course that's separate. And Mighty Networks just isn't built that way. So if that's a you know, if that's a part of your business model where you are selling courses individually, uh, a circle might be a better option for you because it is more structured in a way of it's 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 based for content and connection, but not really for learning, if that makes sense, because they're really focused on connection and not necessarily the learning component where Mighty is, if that makes sense. Great. Well, thank you for all that updates. And yeah. um, I'll have to really dig into it some more. <laughs> well, so. you know, I'm here for you. If you want to jump on a call, we can always chat again. Um, we'll wrap up here by uh, just saying thanks so much for sharing so many great tips about incentives. I think it's uh, just great to have some more tools in our toolbox as entrepreneurs to keep trying different things and improving and offering things. For people that want to find you, where's the best place for them to go to connect with you or get in your community? Yeah, marketingboost.com. We have a seven-day free trial you can get there. And so you can at least, you know, get a start to get an idea of what it's all about. After that, it's only $37 a month. And within marketingboost.com, you can click over and maybe I shouldn't say, but you can join our Facebook group, although that's almost... uh, Uh, boo for you. <laughs> no, 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 I understand people. There's people that are still going to be out there using Facebook, and some people it really works. It's cool here. <laughs> well, I had a client that would try, really, really spent their heart and soul trying to do face or Mighty Networks, and then just found that their clients just really didn't want to move away from Facebook, and so he went back to Facebook. So some business models, you know, it just it's if you are in that market where you have people that are, you know, I mean more mature, I'll say, that's probably where their comfortability is at this point. I think that's going to change regardless of everyone in the next two to three years. I mean, if you haven't heard of Mighty Networks by now, you will be by (laughs) the end of this year because there's thousands of Mighty Networks being built every day. They're working on improvements around, they have go live feature, they have uh, courses functionality, they have group functionality. There's multiple ways to build a lot of different things inside there. And they got a lot of venture capital funding last year. So they're growing, they're hiring, they're blowing up with their team. And and so a lot of things happening. I think in the the market is ready for it. People are ready to just, they need something different. (laughs) Facebook's been around for a million years and they're just like, we need something different. How can we connect? And people just realized in the last two years, we want to connect differently. We want to experience life differently. We don't want to be on our computers 12 hours a day. We want to be able to connect with people in person and have some time for our family and friends and have intentional conversations and, and a community online allows people to connect with others all over the world, thanks to our technology, that we could never have connected with before. So people that I might want to connect with that are interested in my the same things that I'm interested in, I might not have a local connection for that here in Pennsylvania where I'm at. But uh, online, I can talk with people and have conversations like I did the other day. I actually was in a Mighty Network yesterday and had conversations with people from seven different countries from all over the world and talking about the challenges that are happening in the world today and just feeling like we had a safe space to really express. These are our emotions about what's going on. This is a tough spot. We're we're having a rough time. But we felt safe to say those things, yeah. even though I didn't even really, I just met them all. They still were willing to share and connect. And so that's the power of, of online, 
I could talk about community all day, as you can tell. I do <laughs> I do have another call coming up. We're going to do a live interview with the Find Calm Here community today, which will come on to the podcast next month. Um, but for everybody who's listening, thanks so much for um, connecting with us. We've got some really great new subscribers after I went to PodFest. So I thank you if you met me at PodFest or you met Kalisa podcast and you connected with us there, please definitely subscribe because there's going to be some really great things coming up in the next few months. We've got some plans to do some really great interviews and provide a lot of great content. So excited for that. Uh, For anybody who's also interested, the Find Calm Here community has it's celebrating its uh, second anniversary And so we will be having a special on the 20th, but membership is discounted for the next few months until August. So we're doing that for celebration of two years. Until the next time, I hope you are all finding a little bit of calm in your day. Let me know if I can help you and uh, go to findcalmhere.com for the additional show notes and the transcript. Until the next time, find calm in your day, afternoon, evening, morning, Tuesday, or wherever it is, whenever it is for you, find calm and have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.